0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. Come here. Sorry. Come here. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. The aftermath of a 12-year-old girl stabbing her 9-year-old brother to death captured by police body camera video. New details about her family's background are coming to light after the tragic events. Jeanette Levy. Welcome back to Sidebar here on Law and Crime. The name of that 12-year-old girl is not being released because she is a minor. She admitted to stabbing her nine-year-old brother Xander to death in January. This happened at the family's home in Tulsa.
0: Sorry, Dad! Sorry, I don't know what I'm so so How old are you? I'm 12 years old. Where's the knife? I was upstairs in my room and I threw it out the window. And it's behind the apartment
1: right here. You threw it where? I threw it out my window upstairs. Right not up not right there. It's the room. It's the other room. It's right behind the apartment. This apartment right here. So where would the knife be? On that side? Behind, right behind, you. Yeah. the knife? I'm okay. so sorry, I'm sorry mama. Fine. I'm so sorry. I
0: don't know what happened. This is something hey. not I'm so sorry.
1: The girl's mother has said she didn't have any mental health problems and was well-behaved. April Lida said her daughter had ADHD but wasn't on the medication at the time of the stabbing. Now we're learning more from a DailyMail.com article that April Lida, the mother of that 12-year-old girl, has a history of drug abuse, including using methamphetamine. The Daily Mail first reported this information. Lida told the site that she quit using drugs when she found out she was pregnant with her daughter. The girl's father also used drugs and has been in and out of prison, and he also has ties to the Aryan Brotherhood. The Daily Mail also claims her stepfather tortured a cat in 2017 and had alcohol abuse issues. April Lida would not comment when we reached out to her about this, but she told the Daily Mail that she always tried to protect her children From these issues. Joining me to discuss the latest information about this case is psychotherapist Dr. Robbie Ludwig. She's also the host of the Talking Live podcast. Dr. Ludwig, welcome back to Sidebar. Thanks for coming on.
0: Thanks so much for having me.
1: This case is really sad, really disturbing. Your thoughts on what we see in that body camera video from your vantage point as a psychotherapist? Uh,
0: This was just so tragic. And watching the footage, it was clear that this 12-year-old girl was devastated by her actions and had no insight at the time as to what happened. She seemed to know what she did, acknowledged that she stabbed her brother, helped the police find the murder weapon. So this is a girl who acknowledged what she did. She was not trying to hide it and had no idea why this happened.
1: Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's com slash Wondery.
0: So you could feel her pain and and the mother's devastation. It was really unfortunate to watch. Very, very, very tragic.
1: We're learning now that her mother has admitted to the DailyMail.com that she had a history of methamphetamine use. She had used some other illicit drugs. She said that when she became pregnant with her daughter, she stopped using. Uh, We also know that dad has been in prison. Stepdad's had some Mm -hmm. issues too. How could that inform her background when her mother is adamant that she has not had a history of mental health problems?
0: Yeah. Well, first of all, sometimes mental health issues don't present themselves until someone is a little older, like 18 or 19. So it is possible she wasn't presenting with any mental health issues. Of course, there's always the combination of genetics combined with environment. It sounds like there was a lot going on in the household. And it seems according to what I read, she was diagnosed with ADHD. And that was something she was being treated for on and off. So what we see around us, how we manage frustration, how we manage our aggression, certainly is impacted by those that we love and our caretakers. And it sounds like she had two men in her life that were troubled and violent and problematic. So I'm sure that filtered in somewhere in her psyche. But at this point, we really don't have a lot of information. We're guessing it would be interesting to hear more information about her background. This is teachers and people in the classroom could be very helpful to give us more insight into this 12-year-old girl and what she was struggling with.
1: And of course, let's keep in mind, 12 is still very young, very, very young. Xander was nine. Uh, we have reached out to April Lida and asked for her to come on the show a couple of times now. Her most recent response to us was uh, yesterday, I'm not interested. There is a gag order in place for everyone RN, meaning right now, because of that video. Mm-hmm. So please don't contact me again. She doesn't want to talk about this anymore. And we understand she suffered an immeasurable loss in, in losing mm-hmm. Xander. And now her 12-year-old daughter is in some form of juvenile detention. So Robbie, I mean, I I watched that video. What do you think was going on here? She's saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't know why I did it, and things of that nature, but she took her brother's life and readily admits to it.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, listen, amongst all siblings, there's some degree of sibling rivalry, and they have two different fathers, not to say that that was a contributing factor, but we don't know how she experienced her brother. Um, There was a transition going on in the house at the time where her brother was transitioning from a more public school to being homeschooled. I don't know if that was something that was going on in her psyche. If she does have ADHD, Certainly symptoms of that can be impulsivity and aggressiveness. Her mother seems to think or stated that she was put on medication for ADHD. There is a small percentage of people who go on medication and they can become violent and very impulsive and engage in self-harm. So there's just a lot to figure out here, way more questions than answers. But certainly, you know, I would look into her history of ADHD when she was on the medication, what was going on in the house, because it sounds like a lot was going on and this girl didn't have any way to process her aggression, her anger, her feeling state. And, you know, this is what happened. It's it's really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very curious to see what they discover.
1: And I hope we learn more because maybe there are things that everyone can learn from. I think it's important to note, too, that she was not on the ADHD medication at the time that this happened. So hopefully we will find out some more information about this in the future. Dr. Robbie Ludwig, thank you for your time as always. We appreciate it. Thank you. And that's it for this edition of Law & Crimes Sidebar Podcast. You can listen to and download Sidebar on Apple, Spotify, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And of course, you can always watch it on Law & Crimes' YouTube channel. I'm Jeanette Levy, and we will see you next time.